Hello, Trekkies. Welcome back to another episode of Yelling About Star Trek. My name is Chris Fox, and this is the show where I yell at you about all things Star Trek, so I'm not yelling at my friends and family who really don't want to hear my thoughts and questions and theories on the franchise. But before I get into the usual rigmarole, I do want to say happy First Contact Week. This is always exciting. There's been a lot of new news that's come out actually on April 5th, which is yesterday is the day that I'm recording, but you're probably going to be hearing this on Friday. But yeah, there's lots of new announcements, some more information about the Nickelodeon show with Captain Janeway. I think it's called Star Trek Prodigy. There was a new season uh, four trailer for Star Trek Discovery. They've got the new uniforms, which I think look amazing. There's going to be some cool... Uh, sci-fi shenanigans happening and John Delancey is back as Q in Picard for the next season so that should be interesting I have mixed feelings about Picard I enjoyed some aspects didn't love everything about it but I liked it I'm I'm glad it happened and I'm curious to see how it's going to go in the future with season two but because it is First Contact Day, or rather First Contact Week, I do want to talk about the movie Star Trek First Contact, but more specifically, the Enterprise-E, which personally I think is my favorite Star Trek ship, and I say I think because that can always change. I mean, I love Voyager. It's very close. I like Enterprise-D. It's also very close, so it really is hard for me to say my definitive favorite ship, but I think it's probably Enterprise-E because that is just a phenomenal ship. So I do want to get into that and explain why I think it is my favorite and why I think it's one of the best ships in the franchise. So if you are interested to hear more of my thoughts on that, then get out of your space pajamas, put on your shiniest pair of boots, get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, maybe some iced tea if you want to pull the Archer Maneuver, and strap in because things are going to get nerdy. The Enterprise-E, let's talk about that ship And my goodness, there are so many reasons that I think it is a phenomenal ship and it's definitely one of my favorites, perhaps my favorite. And when I think about the ship, there are three things that I think really make it go, wow, that is a beautiful ship. The first thing that really stands out to me is the sleekness of the ship. Now, I think all the ships in Star Trek look cool and look good, and that's why they designed them to make them look good. But they didn't always feel sleek. For example... I always think of the Enterprise D as being the biggest offender. I love the ship. I think it's a fantastic design. I think it's a great set. I like so much about it. But there are just some angles that the ship does not look flattering. Namely, if you're shooting from the front of the ship, because you've got that very large saucer section, and then you have a small engineering secondary hull, I think is the technical term. So I think it's way too large. And it doesn't always look the most flattering. And it makes it look like it's kind of top-heavy. Like, uh, could the saucer section break the hull in half? Could it actually destroy the ship? Probably not, because it's well-designed. But I always get that feeling when I look at the Enterprise-D, like it's going to topple over, or somehow the saucer section is going to cause the secondary hull to break. Again, not likely, but I always get that feeling. But when you look at the Enterprise-E... You get a super sleek ship that 
feels well designed that it's not too big from any one part of the ship. Obviously, the saucer section is bigger than the secondary hall because, well, that's just the way ships are, with the exception of maybe Voyager. I'd have to do some... No, actually, no, never mind. I take that back. I think Voyager's saucer section is still bigger than the secondary hall. So that's common, but it's not so large that it makes the hall look really small and makes it feel like the saucer section is going to break the ship apart. But it's also elongated, so it just feels like it's a more modern a sleeker design, something a bit more like Voyager that is a little bit more nimble, something that could easily navigate an asteroid field, I guess, or probably easier than Enterprise D. I'm sure Voyager and the Defiant are probably the best at that, but I get the sense that the sleekness of the Enterprise E would allow that. I would say because it's so sleek, it does feel like it's the most modern design in Star Trek, at least in the TNG era. I know Discovery feels a bit more modern because it was, you know, made in 2017 as opposed to 1996 when the Enterprise E debuted in the movie First Contact, as I mentioned before. But it still feels like it's a top-of-the-line ship. Like, this is the creme de la creme of Starfleet. This is the pride and joy that if you were a captain in Starfleet and you got a Sovereign-class ship, you knew you were doing something good. Like, you knew that Starfleet was pretty impressed with what you've been doing because you got a sovereign class ship. So I think, yes, I think it looks more modern. And when you look at the interiors, you get the same sense that, wow, it's modern, it's sleeker, the the chairs are a bit sleeker and slimmer. You got the control panels that feel a bit uh, more futuristic, a little bit slimmer. And you have the actual panels themselves, as I just mentioned. But I would say this even goes for the interior, that everything in the interior of the ship just feels sleeker, more modern, more futuristic. Not so much like the Marriott Hotel, which uh, the Enterprise C often gets compared to, but it feels like this is a military vessel with the top of the line technology and just something about it. I can't really put my finger on it. It just makes me feel like, wow, that is the future. But even though it's super sleek and even though it's more modern, there's always the worry that it might not feel like Star Trek. And that leads me to the second reason that I think the Enterprise is a phenomenal ship. And that is that it still feels like Star Trek. When you look at the exterior, you still have the saucer section. You still have the engineering hall. You still have the warp nacelles with the red and blue. So that when you look at it, you go, that is a Star Trek ship. I know what franchise that's from. And so people outside who are not fans of the series, who might be flipping channels, who might have been dragged to first contact by one of their friends, or maybe they're catching a glimpse of it on TV, they go, okay, I know that Star Trek. I get it. I understand. Probably going to skip past it because I don't care about it, but I know that Star Trek. And that's one of the things that you always want to go for when you're making a new ship or something new in the franchise. You want to make sure that it's recognizable as something from Star Trek. So the exterior feels like Trek. But the same goes for the interior of the ship. You have the bridge, which just feels like a Star Trek bridge. You've got the captain's chair at the center of the bridge. You have Riker and Troy's chairs beside them, as you know they were in TNG. And you have the helm and navigation consoles where uh, Data and uh, Wesley would be. So you have those up front. And then you have uh, some of the rear consoles where Worf is. And And it feels like the configuration of TNG for the most part with some changes. But as I said earlier, everything about the interior of the bridge just feels sleeker. Like the control panels feel a little bit more modern, a little sleeker. And that also goes for the panel visuals. I mean, the visuals on the panels feel so Star Trek. They feel bright. 
They feel like things that you identify as being Star Trek, but they're not so bright that they feel a little bit ridiculous. They feel a little bit dimmer, a little bit more modern, a little bit more sophisticated. Like this is like the top of the line operating system that is being used in Starfleet. And I don't know if operating system is the right word, but that's what kind of comes to mind. Like this is an updated visual overhaul of all the familiar control panels and buttons that characters press. And I go crazy for those visuals because I've just have always had this obsession with wanting to go on the bridge of the ship and press every single button. And that's regardless of error. I'd like to do it in the original series, wanted to do it with the movies, TNG movies, everything. I just love the buttons and they just seem so much fun to press. But not so practical in the sense that, hey, if they turn off, then you know you can't actually use the functions, which does seem to happen on and off throughout the various series. But still, really cool, looks great. So I think overall that the exterior of the Enterprise and the interior of the Enterprise just looks so modern, so sleek, but also super iconic that you know you're watching Star Trek. And the final reason that I think the Enterprise E is my favorite ship in the franchise is just because of how powerful it is. And I realize Star Trek is not about having the biggest guns and, you know, always blowing stuff up. But when it happens, it's always cool. So when you get a very powerful ship, it's impressive and you go, oh yeah, I'm on board 100%. And so there is no better example of that than in first contact when you see the Borg cube, you see it dominating everyone, you see the Defiant getting pounded, and you're like, oh no, what's going to happen? How is the Defiant going to get out of this? And then you see the Enterprise-E swooping into the battle. It gets attacked by the Borg cube. No one on the ship seems concerned. Riker points out the Defiant is losing life support. Picard doesn't miss a beat and says, hey, transporter room three, can you beam the Defiant survivors aboard? They do that. When that happens, Defiant is saved. They're all kind of looking at the Borg cube going, okay, what should we do now? But no one seems worried that they're being attacked. Usually in Star Trek, when they're being attacked, someone will be like, oh my gosh, shields are down to 60%. And what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this one? But no one even bothers mentioning that because it's fine. The shields seem to be holding. The Enterprise is not in danger. And just everyone seems super calm. And then, you know, the usual stuff happens. Picard asks for a status report about the Borg cube. They look at the damage. And then after that discussion, Picard takes command of the fleet, puts in some coordinates that they need to target. And there's that great scene where all the ships are firing their torpedoes and their phasers. But then final shot is reserved for the Enterprise E, which debuts its quantum torpedoes. Now, as a kid, those torpedoes blew me away. I'm like, they're blue? That is the coolest thing I'm all in. And then the quantum torpedoes hit the Borg ship and destroy it. So like, I know, again, I know that the other ships were there and they did cause damage. And obviously it wasn't just the Enterprise, but you get that feeling that because it delivers the finishing blow that, oh my gosh, the Enterprise just destroyed a Borg cube. Are you serious? And then once the Borg ship is destroyed, you see the Borg sphere come and you're like, oh, okay, there's another ship. That's really cool. How is it going to get out of this one? And then Picard very casually says, uh, Mr. Warp, prepare quantum torpedoes, lock onto the sphere and destroy it. And they fire the torpedoes, destroy the sphere, and it's over. And you're like, okay, well, they just destroyed the Borg sphere so easily. Is there anything this ship can't do? 
Uh, it's incredible. Now, it doesn't always hold up. Like, it gets pretty beat up in Insurrection, but still holds its own. And then it gets pretty much destroyed in Nemesis. Obviously, it doesn't because it's Star Trek and they don't do that. But, man, it, it doesn't really last very long. And that's just because the Scimitar is just so overpowered. But overall, I would say the Enterprise-E, incredibly strong, especially when you look at what happened in First Contact. So, yeah, I like it because it's powerful, and I like it because of the quantum torpedoes. They just look so cool. And is there anything cooler than saying prepare quantum torpedoes? I mean, probably sounds cheesy to non-fans, but to fans like me, it sounds amazing. And so when you put those three things together, you get one of the best ships, perhaps my favorite ship, in the Star Trek franchise. But before I finish this podcast, I do want to say that every time I get something new and shiny, I feel like I'm Captain Picard rolling around on the Enterprise-E for the first time. I mean, for example, in 2018, when I got my Subaru Impreza, and I'm laughing <laughs> because I realize I'm comparing my Impreza, my Subaru Impreza to the Enterprise-E, and that's kind of ridiculous, but when I got that car... I remember just feeling so cool driving it. It was the my first car. I still love it to this day. It was sleek. I like the color uh, black that I got. It just felt nice. And so when I was driving around it for the first week or so, I imagined that I was Picard on the bridge of the Enterprise, swooping into the battle of Wolf 359 or or not Wolf 359. I don't actually know what they call the first contact battle, but I felt like Picard swooping in and saving the day. And I just, it feels cool and I love it. And this will probably not change. Uh, I, I feel this way when I get new games that are gorgeous. I remember even back in 2006, I got, uh, I had a new computer and I was able to play Oblivion, which was a huge deal. And I felt like, again, like, oh my gosh, I was on the Enterprise E and that feeling has not gone away. I have a 30-year-old man talking about a fake ship and pretending that my car and my computer was the Enterprise-E, and that is really embarrassing. So just wanted to share that. I love this ship. But what do you think? Do you think that the USS Enterprise-E is one of the best ships in Star Trek, or perhaps the best? Or do you think that it belongs to another ship, say maybe the original Enterprise, or Enterprise from Enterprise, or maybe Voyager, or the Discovery, or the Defiant. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Also, let me know what you think of this podcast. Are you enjoying it? Are you liking some of it? Are there some things that you want me to change or want me to improve? Because my ultimate goal with this podcast is to make something that you enjoy listening to. So please let me know. I'm always open for feedback. And on that note, in the paraphrased words of Captain Kirk, I'll see you out there. That away.